Michael, tell us about a time when you saw the effect of this foundation and you thought, wow, yeah. we are really making a difference here. I would be happy to. So this this happens, um, it happens a lot. Um, sometimes, you know, I'm, I do marketing, so I get stuck in our office and sometimes I don't see it as much as I'd like to, but um, this happens all the time for us. Um, but the, the latest one related to Giving Tuesday, um, we had uh, the folks from, oh my gosh, what nonprofit was it that was in? Oh, the Copper Country Angel Mission. They were in our office the other day um, talking. Sherry was in and she, she just, I, I, you know, we were talking about Giving Tuesday and, and, you know, how why it's important and those kind of things. And she just like, you know, because we were kind of joking about it self-deprecatingly, like pe- people do. And she was like, no, this is really important. This is not only have we raised enough money to buy a building, and that's really neat for us, but you guys have helped us make so many connections. We've met so many more people. We've had so many more people know that we do these services. And that is ultimately why we do this Giving Tuesday. You know, raising money is great, and it makes a big difference. It really does. But we love to hear stories like that from these nonprofits that have had their impact um, increased in, in non-monetary ways. And that's something that I'm really proud of. And it makes it easier to come to work every day during this very um, stressful but fun and busy time. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome to A Fresh Air Inspired Life. I'm your host, Amanda Wise. And today's guest joins us from Hancock, and his work reaches peninsula-wide and beyond. He has been the Director of Communications and Donor Relations of what is now deemed Copper Shores Community Health Foundation for five years. He has also been listening to this podcast for months, and for that... We thank him. Please welcome Mr. Michael H. Babcock. Hi, Michael. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for having me. Yes. So I have to admit that when you reached out about doing a show, I had never heard of Copper Shores Community Health Foundation. Yeah. But interestingly enough, Portage Health Foundation was already on my list as someone to interview. And now it looks like you merged with other organizations. So can you tell us about that merge and brought what brought on the name change? Yeah, the last uh, couple of years have been interesting for us. Um, we, you know, we were Portage Health Foundation, which was based on the fact that we used to come from that. We came, we're like a separation of the hospital at the time in Hancock, which mm-hmm. is called Portage Health. Mm-hmm. And we, so we became Portage Health Foundation and that was a, a really interesting time. That was actually December 1st. Um, of 2013 so it's been exactly 10 years on December 1st which is right around the corner here mm-hmm. um, we'll be celebrating our 10 year anniversary Ooh, I'm for sure going to make a social media post I think but <laughs> <laughs> so we were that for a long time and that actually caused us some issues because mm. people saw our name and they thought we were affiliated with the hospital only so like people in Lorium where there's another hospital they were like well you won't work with us because we're you know we're in Lorium not oh. Hancock and we were like no no we're we serve everybody from Ontonagon County, Barragher County, Keweenaw County and Houghton County so we're we're available to help everybody so that name actually caused us a little bit of trouble at times mm-hmm. um, and we've been debating changing it for quite a while and this summer um, we finalized uh, this spring actually we finalized things with um, partnering with Dial Help which was formerly Dial Help and Copper Country Senior Meals which is a Meals on Wheels program awesome. so the three of us came together and we're like we need to we need to better represent mm. what we do who we serve and what our goals are and that's where we came up with this name copper shores which i i think is really fun because 
we live on you know what's really the copper shoreline of the world right i mean the copper from you know the the biggest piece of copper ever found up and just out of the sky was found in Ontonagon, right in the middle of the Ontonagon river people were like what is that big copper boulder doing wow. there and then you come all the way north up here where you know copper mining founded everything that started this area and go all the way down through Barriga county um and there that's that you know the native american population came here for the copper that's what they wanted mm-hmm. and there was huge pieces of um the the processing that went on in Barriga county as well so that copper money is actually what started our hospital in hancock mm-hmm. and that wow. hospital in hancock is what started us so it's just this big circle that led us to a name that i think really represents our area and it's different right we're used to copper mm-hmm. country and all those other things but it's uh, so it's kind of fun it is i agree i do like the name and i feel like it's all encompassing so great great job with that so how did you get involved with the foundation yeah i um, worked at the hospital before the merger happened and they mm-hmm. became separate um, so i was able to watch the process of this foundation starting and i could see the um, potential i mean there's our foundation has um, at this point something like 65 million dollars in our endowment wow. which makes us one of the I, I believe it's one of the top 10 might be one of the top 20 largest endowments in the state wow. um, so our little community has so much potential because of all of this money in our endowment it allows us to have millions of dollars every year to spend without drawing away from that mm. um, so i could see that from a distance but mm-hmm. when they started it wasn't really for me to go in there it wasn't really a, a role for me um, and I worked over at Finlandia University, um, and I had a really um, good time there. And it was a growing time for me because I learned how much I like to give back and be mm-hmm. part of like a, something that's helping people become better, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what you do at a university ultimately. Um, and when uh, an opening at the foundation was there for a marketing role, uh, I was I was really excited because I knew the impact it could have. Um, and five years later, I've been able to see that impact, and I've been able to be part of things that. Um, I was really hoping to be part of, and uh, it's been really fun. Aw, dreams are coming true. Yeah, I, I can't think of a better place for me to work, like Aww. getting to help this community that I love. I mean, I moved up here in 2002, and um, it feels like home to me, and getting to help out has been really meaningful. Oh, awesome. So please tell us about some of the other programs that this foundation helps to fund and offer. Yes, we have several programs that we do in-house, including a Meals on Wheels program that serves people um, all over um, northern Houghton County, as well as very southern tip of Keweenaw County, so bringing meals right to people's houses. Um, and people think about that as just being about food, right? You get food delivered, and that's great. And it is. that That's important. Mm-hmm. Um, but really what's more important is that people who are homebound have a visitor mm-hmm. every day. Yes. Um, you know, five days a week, they get somebody that stops by their house. And, you know, during COVID and still now, some of the people don't want to interact. So the people mm-hmm. kind of wave. And, you know, they don't, they don't actually – they don't interact with the person in like a – you know, face to face, but they do see them. And, you know, for our senior community that wants to live at home where they can be healthier and happier and and be surrounded by themselves, Mm -hmm. um, that's important. So that's that's one program we have. We also have a program um, called Bridges, which is um, a really neat program where we help um, individuals who are, are our director likes to say they're sick and tired of being sick and tired which oh. really is people that um, you know financially are struggling and that okay. financial struggle turns into other kinds of struggles so we we bring them together in a group and and talk through a lot of things that can help them stabilize and the, the thing that the biggest thing people leave with is a is a future story they mm-hmm. leave having this like okay yeah I do want to be better for my kids and um, we help them understand what a future story is and then how to make steps to making it happen. And it's really cool. We see groups of 
six to ten people come through this getting ahead training is called that's what it's called um our first group graduated in may and it was so powerful to be a graduation they were so it was so cool it was so neat um, and now they're still working with us. Um, now that the second step of that is called Money Matters, where they get a little better idea on finances and how to, you know, what to do with money when you have it, how to save money, those kinds of things. It's, it's the whole program is very, very cool, and it's been really neat to see these people reach out and say that we want to better ourselves and make it happen. And we take care of everything for them to make it so that they can be there. Um, we offer childcare. We offer dinner at every one of the meetings. Um, we offer transportation if that's a struggle for people. Um, we make it so that they're when they're there, they can focus on what they need to focus mm. on. So that's one of them. We also, um, as formerly Dial Help, we brought them in, and um, we continue their crisis line. So that crisis line is available 24-7 if anybody's in need of anything, um, it, really from anywhere people can call. But if, specifically, if you're in the Fort County area, we would love to have you use that crisis line. It's available, you know, if you're, obviously, if you're in a very, very serious situation, you're going to want to call 911 and mm-hmm. do that. But if anything short of um, life and death at that very moment, um, our crisis line is available. Um, if you go to coppershores.org, it's right on the very top of our website all of the time. You can also text. So that's a really important service we offer. We also do a bunch of um, outreach and education things where we go into the schools or we offer things publicly. Like we, we are going to be offering in Launts later this year, this month, um, something that's going to help people understand how they can prevent suicidal people from taking the next step. Mm. Um, so the, that training is going to take place on November 29th in Launts. It's free. We offer these trainings and a bunch of other ones like that free to the community because we want people to ultimately be able to help somebody you know Mm. if somebody you know is struggling and you're not sure what to do a training like this is going to help you understand what to look for in the struggling people and then what to do next it's Mm. it's really neat it's called qpr um so we do a whole bunch of other trainings like that and then um the final area we have in in our service area and our programming that we do um is is our victim services unit and this is something that's really heavy um Mm. but it's really important um Mm Uh, we help we help victims of any anything that happens um, for instance somebody I, I know um, their 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 husband committed suicide and they were, our group was able to be there within hours to help that person try to process what it meant to lose their partner and what they were going to do with their you know their child and their, their everything else um, so we're just these people behind the scenes that we you know we can't really heavily promote that right because it's not like we want you you don't call us when that happens mm. you call the police and the mm-hmm. police call us to come in our, and my, wow. my co-workers are I don't know how they do it you know they they walk into these places and they they just help people and it's really neat to be a part of any of that um, so that's part of it, but there's also something called the Child Advocacy Center, which we're really proud of, and that is something where if a child has a, you know, something awful go on in their life, rather than having to go into our, go into the police station and go in the basement and tell their story and then tell the lawyer their story and then go to court and tell the judge, um, instead there's one place where a neutral party mm. comes in and asks these kids to tell the story in a very trusting way and they get this recording of that interview that they're able to use in all those other places um and Mm. and things like that they're just these little things in the background of our community that all come together to make it a a more healthful community in ways that i I think we can be proud of whether you know you're in copper harbor or launce or you know greenland um Mm -hmm. all of these places get to um, benefit from these things being there Um, hopefully you never need some of them Um, but if you do they're there 
of course, we do grants and scholarships and things like that. That's a typical foundation we do. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm, I, those are kind of an afterthought for us in a lot of ways for me because I've been at the foundation for five years. We've been doing those for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are a really important way for organizations to, to be able to do what they do. For instance, here in Copper Harbor, um, we've done a, a couple of grants with the fire department here to get them you know, proper equipment to do things safely. Um, and that, and a lot of, a lot of fire departments as well as the school. I mean, we, we go to the school, mm-hmm. we, we gave the school money here when there was an issue. And, um, we of course recognized her as a superior educator. What's the teacher's name? Jill Pratzel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were able to recognize her as a sphere awesome. educator, um, which was fun. That was the first time I've been up here in the middle of winter. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It is. <laughs> Like, it is so beautiful. Nice. Um, so it's fun to go visit her and, and recognize that and, uh, um, you know, show off how important these things are to our community. Wow. Well, for one, I'm really impressed that you have all those memorized. And for two, I really like, and I didn't realize this about the foundation, how you do so much with prevention and really kind of know that there's a lot of darkness and hard things that people go through and try to just give them a soft place to land and help prevent things from escalating further so that's really awesome thanks for all you guys do yeah our it's it's so important right we it can't is. just you can't just take things after they have we will be there too and mm-hmm. we're helping that stuff but too but if our community is going to be the healthiest community it can be we need to we need to get ahead of things and, mm. and help people help themselves that's that's awesome so for the people listening right now, who are some of the other organizations that benefit from this foundation and why should our listener, wherever they live, be excited about it? Yeah, uh, well, really, um, I, I this is like, you know, sometimes, and, and I'm a marketer, so I talk in marketing sense, mm-hmm. but in marketing, you always say your target audience, who's your target audience? And, and, and um, you know, when you really get in those serious conversations, you want to be, you know, this is our target audience. Mm. Um, and marketers don't like it when you say this, but really our, our audience is everybody that lives and visits the copper country. Mm. And we, we count the copper country all the way from Montanag to Varaga counties mm-hmm. and, and North. Um, but really, um, we want to make sure that the things we're doing, the money that we're investing into our community, um, does affect every, um, every um you know social status every economic status every age level every you know every one of those demographics needs to be affected by this because this is not our money this this money this 65 million that's in our endowment is not i mean it's not copper shores money Mm. it's our community's money Mm -hmm. and and everybody on our board and on our leadership team and and right down to our employees they you know they're they're there to make our community a better place so um we will we will work with any um nonprofit in the four county area um we will work with any of the municipalities in our four county area any of the schools um to do what's needed whether that's a you know playground the the playground here in copper harbor Mm -hmm. was built by us um that was 11 years ago so it's technically before we became what we were but it was obvious at that point we were and this was just part of that process. Um, so it's it's little things like playgrounds. It's the you know helping the police. We we have a program that we've helped fund called Upset West, which is mm-hmm. helping to keep drugs out of our community. Um, that's been a really interesting program, but very good. Um, we also have a program we work with with Superior Search and Rescue, as well as the sheriff's office in all four counties, to um, help people who are prone to wandering. Um, typically, mm-hmm. very young, very old people um, that are just they, you know they might walk away you know they're mm-hmm. usually not in the right mind and they um if so and if you if you, your family has somebody like that young or old or even and any really could be any age you know what that means prone to wandering mm-hmm. um so we put a we put a, a band on them and that band is 
not doesn't do any there's no wi-fi there's no cellular connection but if the person is lost there's a little radio chip in there like the you know, this is old technology mm. and that little radio chip can be programmed into these these things they can go around with and they can search even through our deep woods up here to find people that are missing and that's something we're able to offer free so it's a lot wow. of different things yeah. but ultimately just trying to fill the needs in our community awesome uh, I noticed that your foundation, at least it says this on your website, has raised over $14 million for grants and scholarships. That's that's a lot of money. And you said about the $65 million. That's That's a lot for this area. How does your foundation receive funding for its programs yeah so most of that money um is actually the of the 65 million that's just from what we started with 10 years ago so oh, when the hospital okay. bought the got bought out by a company out of nashville tennessee called LifePoint, they bought it for um i think it was i the numbers here are not perfect but they just know the idea is right here mm -hmm. they bought it for something like 100 million dollars 40 million of that or something along those lines went to our foundation right away. Mm. So we started out with that 40 million dollars. The other 60-ish is something that they promised to do capital improvements to the hospital to make us so we have better health care in our community. Okay. That 40 million we put into, you know, we invested, right? Mm -hmm. And um, that's grown to 65 million over 10 years, which is a, you know, a good sign mm -hmm. that you know, no matter how much we like to rip on our whatever political field, whatever all of those things are, economically we have seen growth in those mm, 10 years good. and um, that's allowed us to take money off of the top of that every year to do the work we do so we have a, an investment policy that allows us to take up to four percent of what we have in there and that's what we live off of so four percent of 65 million is a number that exists and that's mm -hmm. what our budget is to do all those things that reach out to that 14 million dollars that's been invested over the last 10 years wow cool um, so tell us about what's going on right now with your Giving Tuesday campaign. Yeah, this is my favorite time of year. Aww. We get to um, meet 30 nonprofits from our community, understand what they do, um, and help them raise unrestricted funds that are going to allow them to do whatever it is they need to do. Nice. And, you know, that, that differs for every one of them. There's uh, three fire departments, and they want to raise money to get new protective equipment. There's um, a couple youth sports associations that are trying to make it so kids can do youth sports for, you know, basically they're trying to make it so these kids can do it as cheaply as possible so they have something that they can connect with. We have a lot of the trail systems, including Copper Harbor Trails Club as part of this, to make improvements to trails. So mm -hmm. every one of these organizations um, has a different what they want to do with the money, but all of them are extremely important, and we're there to support them with this. Awesome. I remember I donated <coughs> last year for the cause, and it was matched um, by the Copper Harbor Trails Club, or vice versa, however that exactly was. But I found your cause to be such a good one that I posted and still have a link on the Brady P Project on the Copper Harbor Vitality website. So if you, our dear listener, already have our site bookmark, bookmarked, you can click on the Brady P Project link from our drop-down menu on the homepage. You can find this foundation link and donate to the cause. It's really a fun and meaningful way to give. Yeah, and th the nice part about it too is your donation is matched. Um, as you were saying last year, the Har Copper Harbor had a really nice. The Copper Harbor Trails Club had a really cool match with uh, an industry sponsor, which was neat. But mm -hmm. what we do is we put out two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of matching funds. So 
Um, anytime you donate to us, that money is going to be matched. Whether it's dollar for dollar, if we have 250000 exactly, that's great. If we end up with more than that in donations, it'll be matched to a lesser amount, but it's still matched. So every dollar mm-hmm. you give goes a little bit further than it normally would. That's awesome. And that's to me, that makes it more fun and meaningful for me to donate when I know that it's going to be matched and it's going to be double. It's It's like why not it's totally a win for everyone at that point uh michael is there anything else you'd like to say about the foundation or your giving tuesday campaign um just i hope people go on there and even if you're not from the area um, go on there and support some of these organizations if you're listening to this podcast clearly you have some kind of connection to you know copper harbor or the copper country these nonprofits are what make it so that this area is able to thrive like it does and you know i gave a lot of examples there's a lot more examples so find things that are close to your heart that's what we call this is put your money where your heart is and it helps people and giving tuesday as a whole is really meant to follow up black friday small business saturday cyber monday where you're just spending it seems like you're just spending money to spend money Mm -hmm. right and and this is a chance for you to turn that back to a little bit more of you know the reason for the season and giving back and making the world a better place awesome so let's talk a little bit about you what do you like to do in the cuban offer fun yeah, so I, I said I moved here in 2002, so mm-hmm. um, almost long enough to be a Uper, I think. I'm closing in, maybe, kind of. Well, it's 20 years. I know. I, is it close? Is it is it official? I is that to so. make me a Uper now? Well, some people say you have to be born in the UP, but some people say you have to be here for 10 winters. So if you feel like you're a Uper, you're a Uper. These are That's the rules. What I say. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So I, I, maybe I need to go with that now. Um, but I, I love to. Um, I love being up here for a lot of reasons. In the winter, I'm, I love to play hockey. Um, we have a really unique um, hockey culture in our community mm-hmm. that I get to be part of, and I, I consider myself very lucky to be able to do that. I play in, in the Calumet for the Calumet Wolverines, and we awesome. get to travel all over to Wisconsin. Wow. And every year we take a trip out west and play hockey out against somebody out there. So that's really fun. Mm. Keeps me going. Um, and I have a, a ton of family in the community, which makes it a wonderful place for me to live there, you know surrounded by them i you know my, my family owns genos in hancock ah, okay. so we get to uh i get to genos more than i probably should and oh. get to enjoy being around my family like that which is nice and, and then of course the outdoors i mean mm-hmm. you know i come up here and bike uh several times a year i love doing that and and just being a part of the the copper country community and going berry picking and all yeah. of those type of things hiking it's really it's a beautiful place beautiful place to call home beautiful place for those of you who get to visit and those of you who like to visit and you like it don't you know take that jump man come live here come live with us up here there's like there's room for most of you mm-hmm. as long yeah. as you're nice you can try it. yeah you do have to be <laughs> nice or you don't last long i've noticed right. that mm-hmm. this is definitely uh, a community in the whole in the whole keweenaw it's definitely a very community-based feel awesome uh, and do you have any other words for our listener today? Oh my God, that's such an interesting like. Oh my God, well, any other words about um, anything? I like the way you end the podcast every time. I know I I'm, I might say it wrong, but I think you say "be good to yourself." Mm-hmm. And I, I every time I hear that, um, it makes me a little bit happy. So Aww. thank you for doing this and bringing a little bit of sunshine into all of our lives uh, every week or by whatever, however the cadence is. I'm not sure, but every two weeks. Every yes. two weeks, and I, you're welcome. Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> nice. So thank you for doing this Aww. and. Um, yeah, I'm glad everybody else is out there listening. And you get you have a Patreon now, right? I do. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, so give me give me that. I want to tell me, tell us about that so we can yeah. all go out there and support you. So if you do like this podcast and our blogs and our videos, you can visit our Patreon. We have some free content available as a taste for what you get for behind the scenes with these podcasts when you become a member. 
So the link is right on our homepage if you're already going there to support the foundation. Um, I mean, it's a giving time of year. And thanks so much if you're already a member. Really. Thank you. So before we're done here today, I just wanted to mention one thing that you said when we were communicating about meeting up this morning. And you said something like, a drive to the harbor is just what I need in the morning. So t just tell us about that. Yeah. I mean, like uh, coming up, living in the Copper Country, mm -hmm. the Copper Harbor has always been my escape anyways. Like this, it's, it's beautiful up here. It's always, depending on what time of year, it's beautiful up here. And, uh, you know, driving through the windy roads of the Copper Country, going through the Keweenaw like that, it's, uh, it's beautiful. And it's relaxing. It's peaceful. You know, I was kind of in a hurry this morning because I'm always perpetually late. And that's just <laughs> the way I am. But um, I also, you know, it's easier to not be in a hurry when you're on your way here because mm -hmm. you, it's just, I don't know. There's something about being up here that's wonderful. And uh, it, it you know, the drive is always fun. So that's that was that was what that was. And it was. It was a very peaceful drive. And I'm looking forward to the drive back south Good. too because it'll also be relaxing it and peaceful will. and beautiful and and I, as i told you when i walked in i saw more deer than the hunters would like because oh, yeah. they were just all over the road oh wow <laughs> they hang out in the road they know better and did you catch that sunrise this morning too you know i saw it off a, to the distance yeah. over the woods i couldn't i didn't oh, okay. have a great spot to pull over sure. to look at it um but uh, yeah it, it and the sun sunset last night was also beautiful mm -hmm. i was able to catch that a little bit and um these clear the, in the winter up here it's a little bit gray oh just a little yeah. bit yeah <laughs> so when it gets to these mornings where it's clear or nights when it's clear um it makes you enjoy them a lot more um and, but in summer it's every night right it mm -hmm. feels like every night so mm -hmm. but now this time of year we really got to enjoy those when we have them yeah we really do great well michael thanks so much for being with us today and thank you for listening till next time give a little to a worthy cause and be good to yourself Ba ba da ba da 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 da